My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today is Friday, October the 23rd and it is super late at night as usual and I'm leaving on a trip in the morning. I have to be on a shuttle to the airport in six hours. <laughs> so I was excited to come and record tonight. It was on my list of things I absolutely felt like I must, must do before I left and um, I probably want to say up front that I will not get an opportunity to do show notes or if I do it will not be for about a week or so. So hopefully the things that I'm talking about today will be either things that I've talked about before or things that I will talk about next time. So my hope is that you guys won't be missing out too much or you won't be too disappointed if there aren't show notes this time. So today's segments will include actually finished, actually working, actually hand dyed, actually stashed, actually wearing, actually packing, and actually attending. So let's jump in and get started. Um, Actually finished. I had quite a few little things that I finished this time around. Not anything massive, but lots of very small, very fulfilling projects. I, um, I finished a sweater for my nephew and so I had so much enjoyed that flax sweater pattern by Tin Can Knits that I had decided maybe I would knit one for my nephew who's going to be two years old in February. So he's still a pretty little guy and I had quite a bit of Knit Picks Comfy left over when I finished the Chevron baby blanket for my son's social studies teacher. So I decided that that would be a great use of that yarn. I had um, a dark gray called Hawk, a light gray called Whisker, uh, Teal, I'm going to have to look, I think it's called Mariner, and then a Peapod Green and Vinca is the purple. And I had a little bit left of each, so what I did was I cast on just the collar, did that in the dark gray, that Hawk color. Then I did most of the yoke in the uh, teal blue Mariner. And then the light gray, and I was just kind of like knitting till I ran out of yarn. So I did the little yoke and then separated for the sleeves, did a little bit of the gray, then the gray for most of the body, and then the purple down to the hem. And then I picked back up for the sleeves and I did little bands of the gray. And then on the one I kind of knit till I was out of the purple and then I did dark gray and on the other, kind of goes a little bit of teal, then the light gray, and then a lot of dark gray, and then green. So it's kind of color blocky looking. He's just a cute little two-year-old, so he will not mind if it's a little bit colorful and silly. And I used up all that extra yarn except for the peapod green, which then I thought, well, maybe if I have time before Christmas, I'll crank him out a little hat or something. But I'm really excited about how that turned out. It is a really fast, fun little pattern if you have little, little kids in your life that need sweaters. I I highly recommend it. It's also um, graded from newborn up to, I think it's an adult, like two or three XL. So huge size range and um, very well put together. So I would say check that out if you're looking to do family sweaters or something like that. It's just a very satisfying little knit. The second thing I finished was another of my Rose City Rollers. So again, I'm working through the book Sock Architecture by Lara Neal that I reviewed a couple episodes back. And so I was working on the third sock 
that I'm knitting for my cousin for Christmas. And so this time I was using some leftover Lorna's Laces Shepherd's Sock in the colorway Daffodil. And I, that's, so that's like a yellow, teal, and a green uh, variegated. Really cute. The way that it worked out on this sock, it did stripe a little. It also pooled a little bit. It was very cute. So this time I did what was called an Eye of Partridge heel flap, which I would say is kind of a modified slip stitch heel. So um, it's to me it was sort of the combination of taking a slip stitch heel and then um, moss stitch. So it was like slip stitches that alternated, which was really kind of fun. It gives a nice little cute look. And... Um, then I did a square heel, so it was the Eye of Partridge heel flap, square heel, and then I tried out a swirl toe, which basically means you divide the heel into quarters and do your decreases that way. So I was really happy with that one. A little bit of a different look to that sock, which was really fun, and um, I am enjoying working my way through that book and just kind of experimenting with stuff. So that is sock three of six for her for Christmas. Four is on the needles. I'll talk about that again in a minute. And that was just a quick little project that I that I finally kind of got around to finishing. The other thing that I finished was I knit up a couple of cowls. So I was really wanting to use a couple of special skeins of yarn. One was the yarn that I bought at Yarn Along the Rockies when I went to the studio, open studio day at the lemonade shop and so this was a worsted weight yarn that I had gotten from her and it was a light gray base then with kind of her signature you know one end of the skein is just a little stripper rainbow and I just wanted to knit myself up something quick that really showed off that yarn because I think it's so cute so I just kind of played around with a cowl pattern there that I thought would show off the yarn I cast on 120 stitches in a worsted weight and then I kind of blocked it into sections of 30 stitches with some of it being stockinette, some of it being ribbed in different ways. And I think I'm going to go ahead and type that up when I'm back from this trip that I have to go on and just put it up as a free Ravelry pattern. Because I was actually really happy with how it turned out. And I thought it was cute. I thought it was a cute way to use um, that special yarn that I wanted, the, you know, the yarn to sing. I didn't want to do anything with any sort of real complex pattern because I feel like it would have swallowed up sort of the cute amount of knitting. So as you knit it, the, uh, the little rainbow, I would say, is maybe maybe two and a half to three inches. Um, and it, it did kind of, I don't want to say pool, but it did kind of pattern itself a little bit, kind of worked its way diagonally across the cowl. So it's cute. I'm sure I will wear that all the time. And it's a real nice neutral base with then just little pops of color. So I'm going to be able to wear it with pretty much anything I want, which is cool. So that was the first one that I did in that. And the second was I had some yarn that I had dyed. I think it was that I was playing with sock blanks. And anyways, I had some leftover dye sock. And so I went ahead and just dyed some Erin Waite Merino Cashmere Nylon in a dark silver gray I may have used black and then a berry crush and a bright aqua and so again it was just a real pretty 
variegated yarn and I just wanted to do something that would kind of let the yarn speak and so I whipped up that same cowl um, in that yarn. That one will probably end up being a Christmas gift but I haven't quite decided for who yet but it's really soft. That yarn is super soft and uh, cozy and I did put it on after, after I finished it up but I think I will end up giving it away as a Christmas gift. So those were the things that I finished and I was pretty excited to have some um, finished objects. I need to go out and post them and post the yardage in the pigskin party knit along because those are, I think I'll get all sorts of little points for having finished objects, even though none of them were a ton of yardage. Actually working. So I have quite a few things as always on my needles. Um, a lot of them are just stashed around the house in various places. The first thing that I am continuing to work on is my son's scoreboard scarf. So this is the scarf where I am knitting in the score of every Broncos game, punctuated by a number of rows for the game that it is. So last week was game six, so that I did six rows of gray and then followed on with the score. So the good news is that the Broncos are 6-0. and They are undefeated, and so we like the amount of orange that is going into the scarf. It is really a lot of fun. This weekend I had to play a little bit of catch-up because the day of the Broncos game, we had our annual Halloween party that I threw for my kids and I was deep in party prep and just kind of had the game on the background. So my son had a little notebook and he kept track of the score. And then that night when we were uh, relaxing after everyone had gone home, I added this week's score. The good news is they have a bye week this week. So when I'm traveling, I don't have to worry about catching back up from the Broncos game and I'll be ready to go a week from Sunday when they play again. So that's been a lot of fun. That, I'm knitting that out of Knit Picks Comfy, and the colors are Captain for the dark blue, Carrot for the orange, and Hawk for the gray that separates the um, each game. So that's a lot of fun. It's very soft yarn. He's really excited about it. And it's got a pretty good length on it, too. None of them have been, like, tremendously high-scoring games, but I feel like the length is going to be pretty amazing. It's going to be huge. And it's finally getting to a length where right now he could wrap it around his neck. So that's kind of fun. The other thing that I am working on is um, my husband's socks for Christmas. So those live in the car. I did bring them in and put in a heel from Sock Architecture. I think it's called a simple common heel that I did in this one and it was cute because it was very different you it was a heel that you had to graft and so that was interesting I am not a person who despises grafting I don't have any trouble with Kitchener stitch and I, I don't find it to be a big deal I know a lot of people don't like to do that but I you have to graft the heel the other thing that was interesting about it was for this particular heel she had you add a round of um, maybe it's like four or six stitches of garter stitch just right around the um, end of the heel and that gives it a nice touch it just gives it a little bit of an interesting look and I don't think it's going to change the way it wears or fits or anything but I liked that just little touch of something different so I'm well on my way down the foot of that sock now I am feeling confident with two months left to go until Christmas that maybe this year my husband's socks will just be ready and waiting for him Christmas morning instead of a pair and a half, which is what he often gets. So that's fun. Again, I'm knitting those out of um, 
They're the MJ Yarn Sock Yarn and the colorway is really twilight and I enjoy that color quite a lot. It's very cheerful and I'm having a lot of fun knitting it. I cast on today, well I had to cast it on like three times I'll be honest. I have had more um, twists of casting on the round in the last like week than I can ever remember doing before and I think I had to try this one three times before I could kind of get it sorted out. But I cast on a sweater for my son Ben for his um, Christmas present. So a couple of years ago, I had ordered some Knit Picks Chroma. Knit Picks always does a huge sale right around Black Friday. Maybe it's the week of Thanksgiving, like before Black Friday. But they always do a huge sale. And a lot of times what they do is they discontinue certain colors and you get them dirt cheap. So I had bought some Knit Picks Chroma for both of my boys. I had knit Benny a Nate hoodie out of Knit Picks Chroma when he was about five or six. So it's very tiny little sweater now, but it was really cute. It was out of the Chroma in it, also in a discontinued color and um, was kind of blues and greens and grays. And I really liked it and he loved it. He wore it for a long time and then sort of shot up and is way too big for it now. But uh, at the time, I really liked the way that had knitted up. It's a long, the Chroma is a long repeating. I would not, I mean, I guess it's self-striping. It's very long repeats of colors, and so the color that I had bought for Ben is called Winter, and I believe it's discontinued now. It is blue and dark gray and light gray and a purple, and so I think it's really cute. It is striping up really, really nicely as I knit the sweater, which is great, and I think he'll like it a lot. I'm knitting him a sweater in a size 12 so that it he will get more wear out of it than he did out of the last one um, because he he is really shooting up and it's a little bit terrifying. So that sweater is based on a pattern called Bailey, B-A-L-E-Y, and it's from a book that I'm going to review in probably the next episode, which is called Boys Knits. And so the um, the Boys Knits book is a book that I was sent to review by Cooperative Press, and I have to tell you guys just a little preview. Uh, it will get a rave review from me when the time comes, because I love it. I think there are a lot of really great boys patterns, and um, it's not easy to find boys patterns when your kids are sort of my kids' age. There's some little kid stuff, there's some good, you know, like unisex stuff, but then... Uh, the in-between age, the kind of tween, I guess it is, age that they are. I, ha I haven't had a lot of luck finding stuff. And I liked most of the patterns in this book. So I'll do an in-depth review. But this Bailey was the one that I thought would really play up the yarn the most, the yarn that I had in my stash. And so Jack will get one as well. His colorway, I would have to look up. It's bright, bright colors. So there's a neon green and an orange and a bright turquoise and a yellow and I believe it's a discontinued colorway as well, but it's been sitting in my stash for a while, and so I think this year they're gonna get sweaters. So it'll be the same sweater out of the same yarn, but in a different colorway. So if I wanted them to be vaguely matchy-matchy, they would be, which is kind of cool. So that's gonna be my travel knitting, and I'm very excited about that. I think it's a nice, simple, ribbed, um, pullover bottom up and so it'll be nice mindless knitting for 
in the plane. I am taking a shuttle rather than doing any driving. I'm taking a car from the airport to my hotel. So I'll have a lot of in-transit knitting, and I think this will be a great thing to do um, while I'm on my way. So I probably have three or four inches of that done, and I just cast it on for the third time this morning. So that was great. I got quite a bit of that done tonight while hanging out with my babies. So let's see. The other thing that I am working on right now as we talk is I am working on another Rose City Roller. So for this one, I am using some of the hand-dyed yarn that I had um, done over the summer. So this is a really fun one that I had done that is a silver gray, and then I did a short repeat of rainbows. So I would call this a very primary color rainbow. It's, you know, very true to sort of a crayon box of, you know, primary colors. And it's a thicker section of gray followed by small stripes of rainbows. And I am going to do an afterthought heel in this one to re retain the striping. So right now I have put in the waist yarn and probably knit another, I don't know, inch and a half beyond that. So I've got the little rolled cuff and I've got about an inch and a half after the waist yarn and I'm just working my way down the foot. So that will be fun and I am very excited about finishing up another one of those. So that's pretty fun. Um, the other thing that I worked on um, two more of these gradient cowls that I'm working on for Christmas. So there's one that lives in my purse and it's a DK weight on a sparkle base that is a Caribbean blue and a gray and there's quite a bit of white in between and the kids and I saw a couple of movies and I took this along to both. So we saw The Martian which I highly, highly, highly recommend both the book and the movie. I think I raved about this last time. And then we saw Pan which had Hugh Jackman and was really cute as well. And the kids really loved it. So that was a fun one. But I had a bit of time for movie knitting. So I worked on that cowl um, during both movies. So that's coming along pretty well. I almost wanted to rip it out and start it again in this new pattern, but I am not going to do that because that's insane. And then I do have another gradient. I was sort of stuck looking for something to work on the other day. And... So I have a gradient that I did in a peacock blue when I just did that same like cake dyeing sort of technique that I had done. And so I cast that one on in the new, instead of, I guess I'm bored with these three by one ribs, right? So that new section of 30 stitch segments that I'm going to throw on Ravelry. So those were a couple other things that got some love. The thing that I'm a little bummed about and I've known to blame myself is that I, I did not finish my true sweater for this trip. I... I'm going to Manhattan and it's not going to be super warm and I'm walking distance from my the office that I have to go into and my hotel so I wanted to have that sweater to just throw over whatever I'm wearing to work that day but instead I'm bringing my Jenica hoodie which is made out of Madeline Tosh Chunky and so it's a really great coat type sweater. I am also bringing my jacket just in case because I'm a little worried but um when I get home from the trip, I am going to prioritize that because I really do want it for fall. And we finally seem to be having fall in Colorado. It's been hot. I'll skip back to that party that we had. So I've done this party for my kids. This was our 13th party. And it's a big party and a lot of people come. And so it has to be in the yard because the number of people I invite would not fit in my house. 
And thankfully, we had 75 degree temperatures Fahrenheit on um, the day of the party. So that was good news. But this week, we got a little bit of fall and we got a little bit of um, cooler weather. So now I really do want to have that sweater. So that's going to be my priority when I get home. Actually, hand-dyed. So I have a couple of fun things to talk about this week. On Wednesday night, my friend Jen and I drove down to Denver to Fancy Tiger Crafts, which I have raved about on numerous episodes, and we took a dyeing class. So I was very excited about this. I have been you know, puttering around in the kitchen and trying things on my own, watching videos and reading books and things like that, but I thought that taking a class would really help me to learn some things about the right way to do things. So we took a class with um, Meg from Sleep Season Yarn. So Meg's a local dyer who I had also met in Salida when I went to the Salida Fiber Festival. And she's great. She's got beautiful stuff. They stock it at Fancy Tiger. So I had seen it there before when they gave out the free pattern for Yarn Along the Rockies. They featured her yarn. So I was very excited about going to this class. And it was really a lot of fun. I think it really helped me with a couple of things that I was struggling with. Some of them were dumb things, like how she keeps skeins from tangling. That was kind of a dumb thing. But occasionally I get a big tangled wet mess on my hands, and so I feel like I have a better way to, to um, deal with that. The other thing that I thought was really cool was that she um, covered her work surface in oilcloth, which... I think would help me contain mess a little bit better than what I use now. I think I'm probably, frankly, just using more um, saran wrap than I might need to. And so this would be a great way to just minimize that and have something that was reusable. And then we did two different techniques. So she talked a little bit about creating dye stock. Now, up to this point, I have been doing nothing that I would ever care about repeating and I haven't tried a sweater quantity yet but that's coming up I really think that that's something I'm going to want to do very soon so she talked a little bit about dye stock um, and I've really just been creating very very small batches of dye stock so again when I get home I mean if I could just stay up straight through until the shuttle picked me up I would probably have done some dyeing tonight but that's crazy so I'm not going to but the uh, but I think I will mix up some dye stock and start saving bottles of water. And my son drinks a lot of Gatorade. I'll start saving those bottles and um, and really mix myself up some nice stocks that, that I can use. And the other thing that she um, talked us through but did not demonstrate was doing speckles and how to do that. And I really didn't have a good sense. I had tried to speckle a sock like it did not turn out what I would call speckled. So that's another thing I'm going to play around with when I get home. Um, I did order myself a respirator because I had just been using like a painter's mask. And it seems like that's probably not adequate for dealing with the stuff that I've been dealing with. So that is on its way because of Prime. So the two techniques that we did was we did just a traditional sort of hand painted um, I did experiment a little bit with mixing some colors together. So she had with her a bright fuchsia and a purple. And so the sock, the it's sock yarn, sorry. So the first yarn that I did with the hand painted, I took uh, black and then the hot fuchsia by itself, then the hot fuchsia mixed with the purple, 
then the purple mixed with the black. And I probably did six or seven little sections of different coloration and it turned out really cute. I really strongly considered taking that yarn on my trip and knitting some socks with it, but I think I'm gonna wait because it may it may want to grow up and be a shawl. It's just super, super, super pretty. So I was really happy with that. The other thing that was really fun was that no two people, there were six of us in the class, no two people did the same thing. So I really enjoyed watching how other people's stuff came out. Jen did some beautiful yarn for her son and it was um, gray and black and then two shades of red, one of which I think was a red that she had added a little black to to deepen it. And they turned out really pretty. And then people did some really fun things just with what I would call like experimenting with fall colors. So the gal next to me, hers had purples and this cherry red that she mixed some black in with. And then there was a color called golden amber that was really pretty and maybe not the color that I would normally think of for myself, but then every single person who did it, I was like enamored. It's not one that I have in my stash upstairs, so I might have to order a little bit of dye because I really thought that color was breathtaking. One of the gals at the other end of the table had done a turquoise with that and then some brown and then the amber and... It just, it was just lovely. So that was really fun. That was just kind of traditional hand dyeing. And then we did some immersion dyeing. So for mine with that, I did, I, I did a first pass and did a little bit of silver gray, but then by the time it was done, none of that showed. I didn't have any, any that would have been white by the time I was ready to go. Um, I did some black turquoise some of that hot fuchsia that I liked and then I kind of poured some yellow in a couple different spots so that the turquoise would turn green and the fuchsia would turn a bright orange and so that was really fun really kind of sitting there in the little Rubbermaid thing and I did not know what I was going to end up with we used the microwave to do all of these again if you're going to do any playing around with dye none of the stuff that you use to dye can ever ever be used for food again um, and so I'm really happy with the results of that one. I ended up with some sections that were purple and some of the pink and then the, the turquoise really did turn into a really interesting green in some sections. So I posted some pictures on Instagram and that's a technique that I will definitely play with a little bit again. I think Jen and I are going to do, um, a play date when I get back from my trip and dye some yarn together. So I could really see us. Um, doing that again and it's a technique that certainly would translate to just using pots on the stove as opposed to using Rubbermaids and microwaving them which is what we did in the class. So that was a lot of fun and really uh, a lot of inspiration that day. I um, haven't done a ton of dyeing lately um, but I, I so have the bug so I am definitely going to jump back in and do some more when I get home. Actually wearing it, like I said, it has finally been cool enough for me to start wearing some knitted things, which is a relief. There were even a couple days that it was like close to 80 degrees and I was like, I don't care. I'm wearing a cowl because I want to wear my knitted things and I've knit a lot of little stuff this year and then I haven't been able to wear any of it. So I, um, 
I wore several things. My briquette is getting a lot of wear. I'm wearing it on the airplane in the morning. I really love how that sweater turned out. So again, that's an Alicia Plummer pattern that is um, knit out of Madeline Tosh DK Twist in the colorway Blue Stowe. And it's a hoodie pullover. And I love it. And so that's getting worn a lot. You'll probably hear me talk about that all winter long. You'll be sick of it. I wore several of my cowls. So I have a cowl that I knit out of some mode work yarn that I bought at Yarnfest last year. And it's a gradient gray to yellow. So that's Annie Modsit's brand of yarn. And I just did that ribbed cowl. Um, the Sally Palin, is that her name? Um, that I always do, the three by one. That was the first one I did. I wore that one day. Hot weather be damned, I guess. And then I also wore the um, Lemonade Shop cowl one day. I just wore it kind of around the house. I haven't even woven the ends in yet, but I just, I blocked it. And then I just wanted to wear it really, really badly. So I did. So I've just been wearing a couple little things like that. I Today was cold and rainy, so I wore my Cold Breath, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. So it's one of her very like big oversized patterns. This one is a worsted weight sweater with a, I'm going to call it a cowl neck as opposed to a turtleneck. And it's got these really interesting saddle sleeves that are um, cabled down the shoulder. And so it was, like a lot of Hoagie stuff, it was really interesting construction, really fun to knit. It's in a color called Winter Wheat. I have two sweaters that, I, uh, that I've knit in that color. I got some from the Magnolia Society um, Sweater Club, and then I got some more. They dyed me some more. Madeline Tosh did when I asked for it so that I could make a second sweater. And so that's what I did was that cold breath. And I adore it. It's just big and cozy and it is an MCN worsted. So really soft. It was pilling quite a bit today, but I have this new, I wish I could remember the name of the tool. I'll look up the name of the tool and tell you guys next time. I have this new D pillar that I um, bought last year that I used on it. And that actually worked really well. It's kind of a brush. So that was good. And I've been getting to wear plenty of socks. It was rainy this week, so I wore my rain boots a couple different days with wool socks tucked inside. And I will wear wool socks on the plane tomorrow just for a comfort factor because I'm going to wear boots. So those are all my hand knits that I wore. The other thing that I have been wearing is my friend Sarah, who I love, had sent me a message on Instagram with a picture of these knitted converse high tops that she had found at Macy's they are like white and they literally had knit fabric like on top of the regular canvas converse so I got a little obsessed I went on Amazon I found a pair of the low top converse which would be more what I would wear anyways in what I can only describe as a sock monkey heather gray so they're great because they have that cool gray and then you know, the Converse themselves have the red around the edges, so they're really cute, and I'm obsessed with them, and I've been wearing them almost every day. They, I, they were free because I have this program at work where it will, it's synced up to my Fitbit, and I earn points for what my Fitbit tells them I've been doing. I did not realize that it was doing that, so I had enough stuff 
um, built up in points that I was able to get $35 in Amazon gift cards and the shoes were $35.99. So I guess they weren't free. I guess they were 99 cents, but I am pretty tickled about that. So that is what I have been wearing. Actually stashed. I've been pretty good this time, you guys, but I wanted to tell you about a little yarn-related adventure that I took a couple of weekends ago. My son was invited to a birthday party at a laser tag place up in Loveland, Colorado, and um, I had to pick him up. And so I decided to drive past Loveland and up to Fort Collins. And, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Okay, actually stashed. I'm going to try this again. The cat got a little enthusiastic around the computer. So the um, field trip that I took, I went up to my sister Knits in Fort Collins. And I had heard of this store. I had been trying to get up there for the... Um, Yoff Yarns, Yarns on the House trunk show that they had done in September. And I just hadn't made it up there. And in my head, what I had heard and what I kind of thought of this yarn store was, oh, it's going to be this cute little shop and maybe they'll have a couple of things that I like. And so let me go there and then I was going to try to get to the Loopy U in Fort Collins because I've never been there either. So I left myself a couple of hours extra um, before I had picked my son up from this party and I drove up to Fort Collins and you guys, if I could move into my sister knits, I would totally just move in and live there. It was so amazing. So it's a great little shop in Fort Collins. It's in kind of the old town. There are all these really nice, beautiful houses and on these tree lined streets and you drive down this residential street and then there's a sign and there's a yarn bombed tree and the home of the people who own it, I believe, is in front. But then you walk down this little path to the back and there's a carriage house back there and that is where the shop is. They have a chicken coop out front. They have all these great little gorgeous places to sit. It, it was just the most like soothing, beautiful experience. So I went in there and I spent a long time, but not a lot of money. So that was good news. That was... Um, something I considered quite an accomplishment, honestly. So um, they had a beautiful selection. There's two floors of the shop, neither one of which is particularly large, but so well stocked and so beautifully arranged. It's just, it's just a very soothing space. And I just had the nicest afternoon in there. So they had some great um, brands of yarn. They carry the lemonade shop. So that was very cool. They carry MJ yarns. I always like to see that. They carry pepperberry knits, which is a cashmere. And I feel like I had heard Jasmine from the Knitmores talk about them in relation to stitches. And um, I think I follow them on Instagram. So it was fun to see that. They had some beautiful kits that would have cost a whole lot of money, so I, I refrained myself there. And then they had quite a bit of um, neighborhood fiber company. So that was cool. That is a yarn that I had been meaning to check out in person, and I hadn't had the chance yet. So I stood for a really long time because I did not realize that they did their worsted weight yarns in such a large put-up. So I think it was 450 yards for the worsted, and they had some absolutely breathtaking colors that I really was interested in but I have a lot of sweater quantities of yarn standing in the shop I couldn't get Ravelry to load I couldn't come up with anything that would have been 
one skein amount of yarn that I would need. Probably would have been more like a two or three. So I just decided, okay, I was going to go back up upstairs because they kind of have the shop arranged by weight and find some sock yarn. So I did buy some Neighborhood Fiber Company sock yarn. I'll have to look up the colorway, but it was a beautiful black, pink, and purple. So probably that's what I was trying to emulate when I did my hand painting the other night. But it's, it's really, 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 really nice yarn. And so... I'm very excited about that. I'm not sure what that's going to grow up to be yet, but that would be, um, that was something I was really excited about. If you are in northern Colorado at any point and looking for somewhere amazing to go and shop for yarn, I would highly recommend my sister knits. So unfortunately I did not get into the loopy hue because I spent too much time at my sister knits and then I got back to the birthday party with like three minutes to spare. So that was kind of funny too. Um, Let's see. So actually packing. I am leaving now in way fewer hours than I would like, but I am going to bring with me um, Ben's Bailey sweater. So that will be something that will get a little bit of love this trip. And that I'm guessing that'll be my primary project, honestly. The other thing that I'm bringing along is the cowl that I'm knitting out of the stuff that I bought at T4U. So that's that uh, light sensitive yarn from Scassell, the Abracadabra that changes color in UV light. And then I had some other Scassell yarn in a Tweety Gray. So I may work on that a little bit. I'm going to knit up just a little chevron cowl. It was the other project that I had started and made a little progress on and then realized I had twisted. I was so annoyed with myself. And then I have two pairs of socks in my bag. So there is a pair of um, vanilla socks that I've been working on for a while. That is some yarn that I bought from... Western Sky Knits at Interweave, and I, it's their Aspen sock base, and so I have most of the first sock done, and the second sock will be ready to go, and then I also threw in my bag, because I have to pack way too much yarn, some lollipop yarns in a Tranquility self-striping base that is all just shades of blues and grays, and it is very soothing to look at, so those are what are coming on the trip. I am planning while I'm in the city to go to Pearl Soho. It's within walking distance of where I will be working and staying. So I might even be there tomorrow. We'll see. It might be Sunday. And if I get the chance over the weekend, I'm going to try to get to a couple other places, including maybe Knit City or the Lion Brand Studio. I feel like I don't buy a lot of Lion Brand yarn, but maybe the studio would be a really cool thing to go and see. And if I can get there, I really, really, really want to go to Mood. I just want to tote bag. Mood, right so that's my um my plans for the city we'll see what happens we'll see if I get any time and then the last thing I want to talk about today is actually attending so there are a bunch of events coming up that I wanted to talk to you guys about the first is the Boulder County Handweavers Guild um show so I will be attending that that's in early November I think my plan is to be there on November the 7th and uh, I'm also going to Interweave Yarn Fest in March 2016, so that will be very exciting. I am participating in the Downseller Studio Pigskin Party. I know that in the episode last week they were already giving out a whole bunch of prizes, so that was super cool, and I'm excited about that. She's got amazing prizes, you guys, and you do not have to have started day one to jump in on her knit-along, so... Go over and check that out. There's great coupons and there's great prizes and it's going to be a lot of fun. 
I, like I said, I have to go out and update all my, my points and my finished objects because I finished a lot of stuff this week. And then Knit Nosh. So lots of fun progress around Knit Nosh. Knit Nosh is the event that I am throwing in January here in Longmont, Colorado. I am excited that I am ready to announce the venue for that. So it will be at a brand new restaurant here in Longmont that is called Samples World Bistro. And true to the name, um, which is kind of funny because it's actually the name of the people who own the restaurant, but it's a small plates kind of restaurant. So I went in, I met with the chef. They were lovely and super excited, and they're going to be the perfect venue for this thing. It's in January, January 23rd, 2016 is the date. Um, so their roof deck will not be open, which is the only bummer because they have a beautiful roof deck on the restaurant. But I am very excited about having the venue picked out. So the idea here is it's going to be four courses of small bites of food, small glasses of wine, and small tastes of yarn. And I have four amazing... Colorado yarn companies coming to Knit Nosh with me. So it will be Bijou Basin Ranch and MJ Yarns and Nerd and Scandalous. So very excited about all of that. And I do have the website up if you guys want to go check it out. It's um, just knitnosh.com and that's Nosh with a K. So K-N-I-T-K-N-O-S-H.com. The Registration will be open um, by November 1st. I need to do a couple of things on the back end to be able to accept payment on the website. But if you want to go check it out in the meantime, that would be great. I'd love to hear what you guys think. So the last thing I want to talk about is our contest. I am very excited about the sock contest that we're running in the Ravelry group. So I have a bunch of great prizes. A lot of you guys have posted your socks. I am really enjoying checking out everybody's socks and I just want to take a minute and give a little love to all of the really generous folks who um, donated prizes for the knit along. So starting in the order that they donated, uh, Sarah from You So and So is going to donate one of her medium project bags to us and it's really cute. It's got ladybugs on it and it's a zipping product project bag, which is kind of a nice thing. Katie from Mint Rain donated a skein of her beautiful sock yarn in the colorway Christmas Bobbles, which is a beautiful green and blue and pink colorway, and I can stare at it on my shelf here. She also created a coupon code, so check out the Ravelry thread um, for that code. Anne and Jolene from Two Sisters Yarn Company donated a gorgeous skein of self-striping yarn in the colorway Wine Country. And that's, um, there's a chocolate cover and a, a color and a yellow and a, a wine kind of burgundy color. And it's really pretty yarn. So that's very exciting. Um, Melanie from Sti Knit Stitch Yarn is offering a coupon code. So if you want to check that out, you can get 10% off and free domestic shipping in the U.S. Jackie from Luna Gray Fiber Arts has offered a skein of her Celeste sock yarn in the techno colorway, which is the most breathtaking blue I can even imagine. There are pictures on my Instagram and in the Ravelry thread, so check that out because it's amazing. Katie from Modular Modular, who is um, one of the folks that I met in Salida, and she works at Fancy Tiger, is going to donate a project bag. And then I have copies of two amazing books from Cooperative Press that I've reviewed in the last couple episodes. So that is Bigfoot Knits by Andy Smith and Sock Architecture by Lara Neal. So those will be e-copies that I will just um, have Cooperative Press load into the winner's Ravelry library, and I'm very excited about both those books, so that's a great prize as well. 
Um, Ashley from Fiber Fangirl is going to donate a skein of her sock yarn. And then Sherry from Peepaloo Fields is offering two $8 credits to her Etsy store. So that's pretty exciting as well. So keep the socks coming, you guys. The, the contest ends a week from tomorrow. So I will lock the Ravelry thread. Um, it'll probably be the morning of November the 1st. So just get your stuff in sometime on October 31st. They don't have to be socks that you cast on during the knit along, um, they could be things that were already work in progress. You used to finish them during the knit along to be eligible for a prize. And you need to be a member of the Ravelry group. So I am excited to see who's going to win all these great prizes. It feels like now it's getting really soon. So hurry up and get knitting, you guys. Um, and really, that is all that I have for today. A couple of things just in terms of where and how to find me if you're looking. Show notes are generally at knitactuallypodcast.com. Again, not going to have time to do show notes tonight, uh, but I will start that back up with the next episode. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook. It's just Knit Actually Podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, it's just at Knit Actually Podcast. And I would just want to say thank you again to the folks who did iTunes reviews recently. If anybody else is interested in reviewing the podcast on iTunes, I would be forever grateful for that. I really appreciate you guys listening um, and anybody who could help me spread the word. I would appreciate that a lot as well. So in the meantime, um, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Happy knitting. And I will talk to you all very soon.